The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details. That's like something my mom would do, right? I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Well, Maverick was in it for himself. Remember when he ran for president and everybody's like, this is a guy from Law & Order. This isn't going to work at all. A young was, penis just was, arrived at my door. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Very, very stoked you have become a part of the Baller Lifestyle family. You're one of us. You <laughs> get it. You're one of these people. Special episode this week. You know we do this once in a while. Every week we bring you all... We're we're the sports show of record. Everybody knows that. We're the dong show of record. We talk about... We're the pop culture show of record. We talk about the things that matter to you and yours. But once in a while we do something special. And we're doing that this week. We're doing another one of our infamous movie reviews. So let me introduce you to the particulars First and foremost, co-host of the program, Hoboken Zone. He's about to depart for Iceland, of all places. Of course, I'm talking about Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Doing well. I'm, I'm excited to celebrate a 30th anniversary and Gay Pride Month at the same time. Yeah, yes, exactly. We'll get into that. Uh, also joining us, you hear him via the theballerlifestyle.com on the Bachelor Lifestyle podcast. He's also been on the Baller Lifestyle multiple times. He is well known to many, many Tinder victims across the <laughs> Los Angeles area, the LA Basin. He's done the four hour body, and I can attest the dude is looking svelte. Very, very handsome. He's a backdoor slider. Some might call him gorgeous. Of course, I'm talking about the great Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Love it. Uh, I'm doing well, and thank you for having me back on. And I will say that 
today, the day that we're recording this amazing podcast, Stevie Carbone went on a national radio show and called me and the Bachelor podcast out. And, oh, uh, interesting. And then he said, I'll join your podcast in a month. Wow. Steve Carbone, radio legend. But the podcast Talking got national us. run today. That's good. It's a big day. I really, really am stoked about that. And yeah, we're going to have him on the Bachelor Lifestyle Reality Steve, the world's first and foremost Bachelor expert, is going to come on and talk about the Bachelorette. So look for that coming up. Also joining us, this is special because she's a diva, she's hard to book. This is someone that it takes. You have to do back bends and cartwheels. It's very, very, very difficult to get this person in studio. Mm-hmm. But it's always better when they're here. This is a person we had on. I think the last time we had on was to talk about 90210. That's right. And prior to that, we did another movie review with this guy where we talked about Karate Kid, where we learned about his deep... Deep, deep distaste for one Daniel LaRusso. He deserved what he got. He is a legend in his own right. (laughs) You know him from Travis Rogers now on Yahoo Sports Radio, as well as a local show he does here in Los Angeles on ESPN LA. Travis and Kelvin and Travis in the morning, something like that. No, that's it. That's right. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about the great. Travis Rogers. How are you, Travis? I'm good. I feel like I I got billed last. It's kind of like an episode of the Brady Bunch where Ken Berry would adopted that Chinese kid and the black kid, and they, it was a Brady Bunch featuring Ken Berry. Yes. So this is like the baller lifestyle featuring me. I feel, oh, yeah. I feel good. It, it almost makes it more special. <laughs> well, for Wait. sure. I believe they called him Oriental in that episode yeah, of the Brady Bunch. I don't, uh, I don't Brady think Bunch. they called him Asian. Back then. <laughs> no, definitely was, not Asian. Was Ken Berry also played the son on Mama's Family? He did. And if you remember, Ken Berry in that episode of The Brady Bunch was a song and dance man. Yes, he, had yeah. a, he had a cane and one of those right. straw hats that yeah. he would wave at you when he yeah. was done. And don't please don't disrespect F Troop. <laughs> was Ken Berry also he on was F Troop? For oh, sure, this, yeah. And, and you know why Travis is... Uh, Due to his reputation as being high maintenance and hard to book and hard to track down, <laughs> that's true. Like, it's all true. I gave, it's all true. I gave him a nickname about twenty years ago. <laughs> that's Wiffistic. What does Wiffit stand oh, for, it's, Travis? It's I know what that's. It's, it's what's in it for Travis, and it's really kind of not not just a motto, but it's more of a creed that I live by. It's so, it's every decision I make is based right. on what's in it for so me. So keep it keep in mind whenever you need to ask Travis something, it you have to ask yourself what's in it for Travis right. before you. Proposition. Exactly right. That's pretty much true. I I feel like my presence is um, valuable. So I'd like to I'd like to make you work for it. Yes. Yes. It's like when you're when there were two sets of footprints in the sand, Mm -hmm. it was you and I were walking together. (laughs) But then when there was only one set of footprints, Uh I was carrying you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you work out and I'm stuff, but that it's, yeah. it's a big rock. I mean, not more than not more than like five or ten steps. <laughs> okay, guys, this, we digress. The reason we all get together today is it's a celebration. It is a memorial. It is a special, special time. It is the 30-year anniversary 
of quite possibly the greatest action movie of all time. I'm talking about Top Gun. Thirty years. Flight school. Miramar. Who knew they could get so much Fighter Town story out of flight school? <laughs> Not a lot of broads hanging out in flight school. <laughs> just, there was one who wasn't interested. Just Navy men. <laughs> Only Navy men. Um, let's talk about it, and we can. Let me get. Let me give you the particulars on on Top Gun in case you don't remember. It is. I'll just read from the Wikipedia. Came out in 1986. Can we first of all talk about how this kind of came to be? Like, oh, we, yeah. we got at tweets, right? We got, we get at tweets for the for the podcast, and someone's yeah. like, "Why don't you guys do Top Gun?" Uh, I ran it by Ed Daly because he, I know he's kind of one of the content managers of this whole thing. Ed, what was your first reaction to Top Gun? Because I know you're the one who thought of Karate Kid. You thought of Soul Man. Each of those probably had a, a special place in your heart. What did you think when you saw Top Gun? Well, I think. We, we're a very open-minded show, and it was high time we did the, the gayest movie of all time. So it just it works. We're, we're, we're into this type of thing. Yes, definitely. Um, l- let's talk about, well, first of all, I was 11 years old when Top Gun came out. In 1986? Is that? Okay, Nin- sometimes okay, I was 15. 1986. Right. And it, this movie was such a phenomenon, such a juggernaut. It was so ridiculously popular. I think I may have mentioned on this show before, the movie theater in near my house where I grew up, Costa Mesa, what up? Go Mustangs. The Harbor Twin on Harbor and Wilson. <laughs> this fucking movie came out as a summer release. This movie played the entire summer at the theater. It never left the theater for maybe 16 weeks in a row. It was a massive, massive hit. I probably saw it three or four times. I didn't notice the undertones. <laughs> the subtext? Oh, this, this the is the biggest deal, this movie. Like, everybody really thought it was the coolest. It was a huge deal. Ed Daly, in New Jersey, was this, was it the phenomenon that it was here? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, I even, even after, like, when getting a, a videotape was a big deal. I had a oh, friend yeah. that would just put this on after school every day. Like, yeah. I, well, I saw sure. this movie way too many times when I was a kid. I think that um, I, I was on the East Coast this summer. I it was, I was between eighth grade and, and high school, and I went to Syracuse, New York for the summer to stay with my grandmother. And so I was watching the New York Mets win 100 games, Ed, and I, was, I watched Ed's, Top Ed's Gun a couple times. Fan. Oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, I had to run out and get the cassette. I mean, the soundtrack was as big a phenomenon as the movie. And I needed to, I, I needed to play "Take Take Your Breath Away" while I made out with the New York chicks. That wow. was my thing. Wow. All the women in the Niagara Falls area. Did they, <laughs> did they? Did they have Tinder back then? No. Oh wow! It was it was old school. You, you four, to, fourteen you, year old walk you, up and you had ask to get a analog makeup. You know, I just realized something, yeah. and I did, I didn't even put what two and two it? together that. The two, I, I, I want to say the first three movies that my dad, Bob Rogers, oh, rented 
for the first Family Rogers VCR. Yeah. We have now covered two of them on the Baller Lifestyle <laughs> oh, really? podcast. The, 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 the Karate Kid, the Karate Kid yeah. and Top Gun were yeah. two of the very first. And the only other movie I remember my dad running very early in our VCR life was The French Connection. Oh, like, he wanted yes. us to see Pop The French Doyle. Connection. Yeah. Popeye Doyle and my dad's a Gene Hackman man. Yeah. So he wanted us oh, to see it? The French Connection. <laughs> well, that's a very yes, good point. That's yeah. a good collection. Yeah, so we had, we had uh, the Top Gun. French Connection and Karate Kid. So we got, I'm guessing we need to do the French Connection I, at some I point. I remember the the bringing a VCR into the home. Yeah, well, big was deal. Just a huge and getting cable. Those were the two big yes. ones. Yeah, yeah. It took took a while for those to yeah. happen in my household. Okay, the movie Top Gun, like we talked about, it came out in 1986, directed by Ridley Scott's brother Tony Scott. R.I.P. Who took his own life? Off yeah. Somewhat, off, somewhat recently, right? Off the Vincent Thomas Bridge yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. It's depression. It is. Um, the guys who I don't think get enough credit because I just rewatched this movie last night. I stayed up late. I usually go to bed at nine thirty. Usually, last, not always, not but usually. Always. <laughs> last night I stayed up till nearly eleven to watch this movie, and I did not. I had forgotten how quotable oh, this film is. It's. Nearly every line you know. It is so in the cultural realm that you you just know everything they're saying. Yeah. And the, it was written by two guys called Jim Cash and Jack Epps, who are heroes. <laughs> it starred, of course, Tom Cruise. Yeah, it did. The, quite possibly the biggest movie star in the world from 1986 ongoing. It's been it's thirty years in. This guy took a star was, turn on Top Gun. Was this the one, or was it Risky Business that kind of sent him on the way? That, I think that yeah, kind of stepped him up. That. Yeah. I yeah. think this is what Ed. made him a superstar, right? Okay, I right. think it did. It was like a, I remember him. He had a camp, not a cameo, but he had a small bit part in one of my favorite movies, The Outsiders. And but he made he made sure each scene he like sold it. I remember that. And then Risky Business, we got to see his girlfriend naked. Rebecca yeah. DeMornay, is yep. that who yeah. it was? They rode the train. But, but this was a, Taps, this, Taps, he was on even ground with Timothy Hutton at the, in those oh, days. Oh, Taps. Yeah, that's Taps. Right. That's so right. Taps, Taps was his first movie. But this was before Cocktail, before those others. This was the thing that uh, launched what about him. The, what are, what's the one where he was Rain a football player? Oh, all the right moves. That was after all the right moves. Leah Thompson, which that wasn't a huge movie. It was no, no, no. Good, but it was a huge. It was definitely. It was definitely Tom. If we start talking about Leah Thompson, this could get far afield quickly because I've got kind of a thing going there. I saw her in Maui. Uh huh. Keep going at a bar. Uh huh. Not maybe like I don't know, eight or nine years ago. Okay. Lorraine McFly. And, yeah, and she was drinking white wine. Uh huh. And she was dancing on the dance floor. Okay. And I, I was taken. Yeah. But had I not been, I feel like I could have made something happen. Like she was ripe. She was thirsty to be. She's taken. like fifty something now, and okay. she's the perfect she amount good. of vintage. She looks perfect. Good. Perfect. She looks good. I've told Travis he wasn't here for our Back to the Future recap, but 
Leah Thompson looks like Travis's wife, Susan. I've said wow. that. Uh, See, I've been on record saying that. You have said that. Jason Stewart will take things to an awkward No, no, no he said awkward. that before. He said that before. She gets more Elizabeth Shue kind of stuff going on oh, with her. Uh, yeah. That's, Probably a Shue. hybrid between. Yeah. yeah. I'll take, no, like, I'll, I like, I'll, I like all three of them. It's that, yeah, this I like all three of them. None of those are bad comparisons. No. It's not like, hey, you know. You know, your wife reminds me of Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> if Leah Thompson... She kind of has an Elaine Boozler vibe. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so the movie came out in May, uh, May, <laughs> May 16th, 1986, three days before my 11th birthday. Uh, it runs 110 minutes. The budget for this movie... This is, remember... These are nineteen eighty six dollars. Mm-hmm. Ed Daly, let's take a guess. Let's play a bit of Daly's choice. Ed, tell me, what do you think the budget was for Top Gun? They had to get all these fucking jets. They had to get pilots. They had to get somebody in another. There's a lot of jet. There were a lot of action scenes. Yeah, uh, they, they, they like had I to was, shoot was, this stuff no, from I'm the trying air. Trying to take some notes just to get an idea of what. Was going on, and there were long sequences of just jet pilot action action scenes. It's crazy. I'm going to say, I mean, eighty six dollars. It's tough to really know what, right. what that means. I'm going to still say it was like north of fifty million. Like fifty million dollars. I'm going to say it was like fifty five million dollars. Okay, let's let's nail you down. Let's don't be like Kate McManus and change your answer a whole bunch of times. Fifty five million dollars is Ed's choice. Jason that Stewart. seems high. That, that Jason seems, Stewart that seems seems thinks that's high. Jason, that, they got the uh, they got the cast on the cheap, right? Cruise wasn't Cruise. Yes, um, right. The oh, cast Gilmer, on the, that, Gilmer was a, already a known guy. He had he oh, had he had so. a star turning no. real genius no, by this point. No, he wasn't known. I think Tom Skerritt known. was probably the highest paid actor. Uh, in Tom, the top secret. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Um, what I'll, do you think? I'll go thirty-five million. Thirty-five million dollars. Travis Rogers are in the catbird seat here. All right. I'm assuming a lot of the jet fighting scenes were like naval stock footage that they didn't actually go out there and recreate <laughs> fighter pilot scenes. You don't no. think Tom Cruise went up and did those? No, scenes? I think it's interesting. I, I have a feeling that a lot they of that had, stuff they was. I don't think they actually chartered an aircraft carrier to go to the Indian Ocean. Hey, they had to. They had to get MIGs. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you know, computers, computer uh, animation had just started at this 80s. point. I'm going to go on far tanks. less. Jason, what did you say? I said 30. 35. 35. I'm going to go 35. slightly less than that. I'll go 30. I have the number in front of me. Yeah, we knew that. The number is $15 million. Oh <laughs> so I win. Yeah. And but in today's dollars, what, what do you... What, it's $35 by, million, so yeah, I was right. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jason's yeah. The, the bo- I just did the cost of the inflation. The box in office gross also in 1986 dollars... Three hundred and fifty-six point eight million dollars. Oh man! I mean, this how much is, did it cost to go to a movie back then? Was it five fifty? Like, yeah, five or six bucks. Does yeah. this include deductions for Tom Cruise to have to pay people off to not talk about his deals? Oh uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think that's in the budget. This was this was a non disclosure agreement. This was a Bruckheimer oh, yeah. and Don Simpson. One of them is dead. Don Simpson is dead. Yeah. And he was he was. I think it was. Yeah. Healed up. He was the one that supposedly had those crazy Hollywood parties yeah. with all the blow and yes, hookers stop, and all that stuff. Stop. It's it's annoying me that I haven't been invited to one of these parties. <laughs> right, like, yeah. is, that seems like my he, kind of scene. He threw the parties that are the 
caricature of a Hollywood yes. party, only he really threw them. I know. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Shall we talk about the movie? Let's do it. Okay. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! The movie starts out. It's very, very 80s. Everything about it is the fucking 80s. You turn it on and you're like, oh my god, I'm looking at the 80s. Beginning with the Kenny Loggins soundtrack. <laughs> the, mo- the movie starts out, they're, they're in the air, they're, they're, they've been scrambled, something's happening. They're, well, actually, they start out, they're on the, like the, the flight deck of the, of the USS Ronald Reagan or whatever it is at the time. Lots, lots of slow motion uh, aircraft carriers. Yep, overheads. And they, they fog. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, there's an international incident. Did we ever know who they were fighting? All they had were red stars. It could have been Chinese no, no, guys. Mix. It could have been no, Russian. They were very clear. It was a it was MIG. Russian. I think Travis. it was always Soviet. Yes. The Chinese guys no, fly it's MIGs. Very clear. It's a MIG that tells everybody what it is. No, it's yeah. not. The Chinese yeah. guys fly they, MIGs too. Yeah, they buy them from the Russians. Right. So they're they're up overhead. They get in an international incident, and Maverick and Goose—that's Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards, the only guy that didn't take his shirt off in the volleyball scene. Well, they are they are flying with their buddy Cougar and Merlin, and Cougar turns out to be a huge pussy. Do we, <laughs> yeah, can can we, we, hold on too tight, Brian. Right out of the, hold right out on of too the tight. We get a nuclear loose sighting. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and Principal Strickland. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, is, isn't Merlin, is he Is he Tim Robbins? Yes. Merlin is Tim Robbins. Nuclear Luke. Yes. Yeah. Nuclear Luke. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Principal Strickland from Back to the Future is like in charge of the... He's the he's, he's the, the captain admiral. of the yeah or the yeah. An admiral I don't know such and such range on that I just, I was, <laughs> you just you just stole my joke he just, he I, I, I think I mentioned in the Back to the Future podcast he plays the exact same yes. character yeah. which movie was made first uh, whatever was made first Back to the Future is yeah. so Tony Scott said just be that principal yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put you in uniform and be Principal Strickland in uniform uh, so they, so they. Early on, we set up the fact that Maverick is, in fact, a Maverick. Yes. He doesn't play Aptly by the rules. Named. He doesn't play by the rules. Goose, there they are, right below us. The makes in perfect firing. He flips his jet out. Also, they call their jets planes a lot, which I feel like the in the... A- That's like something my mom Yes, <laughs> yes. In the, in, the, in the actual Navy... There's no way the captain calls you into his office and goes, well, "You, you had a thirty million dollar plane. You're you're driving a thirty million dollar plane. No, it's a fucking jet. They know the terminology. <laughs> no, they would call it by its like technical right, right. right. F sixteen, whatever it is. Yeah, this. Is, I feel yeah. like they would call it a bird on the deck or something. Something you know, shorten it up, make it hotter yeah, and cooler, make it edgy and cool. Right. Yeah. All right. As you land your plane on our boat. Yes. Like so weird. So Mav, Mav flips the bird and Cougar. And this is this is a theme that we see throughout. Cougar was the guy that got run over by Christine and Christine. Is that way. true? Yes. Oh, what? Oh, God. Wow, that's a deep you guys, pull. You guys in your knowledge of the deep 80s. Deep pull. Yeah. Hey, 
Hey, um, Jason Mullen was the guy that owned Christie. I hope you're going to say sweat. What's that? Oh, yes. Everybody, everybody is dripping this is, with this, sweat. Yes, Ed, you're a genius because this is what I was going to say. Cougar, Cougar's face is covered with sweat the whole time. And throughout the movie, people's faces are so sweaty. Right. Even in scenarios where they didn't I, need to be sweaty. I may be jumping ahead here. They're holding on pretty tight. Yes. And they're really yes. denying themselves. And when you're in the throes of denied power, Passion, right. It builds up heat, and they're they're. I I like how Cougar was so holding on so tight that he had to rip off his oxygen mask to get. <laughs> yes. well, Ed, they do that quite a bit throughout the movie, so you can see their lips move. They pull off their mask to talk when it really seems to make more sense to communicate if they had their mask on, so yeah, everyone could hear. They've had this technology for like forty yes. years. At yes. this point. like. World War II, they were able to communicate with the masters. <laughs> so Cougar freezes up. They have they have an international incident with the MIGs. Cougar freezes up, and Mav, everybody's running out of gas. Mav has to fly back up there. And this always drove me crazy, and I would like you guys to speak to this. In retrospect, the whole helping Cougar land scenario was insanely stupid, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't well, know. Because what did he say? Easy or he said like steady as she goes. Like he doesn't give him like actual. No, he advice. pulls up and he's like, anybody see an aircraft carrier around here? But yeah, I mean, if you take it in the literal, like, uh, how does he being up there in his vicinity yes. help him fly the plane? He's, and I remember thinking this like when I was a kid, like what, like. The, the the wing wash like you could just follow it down. Yeah, it's not like NASCAR. Yes, Na- was that NASCAR? What, what was it called? You're a NASCAR guy. What do you call yes. drafting? It's drafting. not like it makes yeah. it easier on the guy behind you. Like him being up there does what? Like why was he able to get the guy's confidence back? Yes, it was. And yes. also, also. Goose has a fucking kid. Fuck you, Maverick. (laughs) They're running low on fuel. Like this guy's got bigger things to worry about than Cougar, who's sweating. Well, Maverick was in it for himself. I think we've. I think. I think when it's all said and done, we all understand that Maverick was about Maverick, and he could give a shit about Goose's kid or Meg Ryan, his wife, or any of that stuff. I don't know. Where are you picking up on this? Because I don't think at, at no point in the movie did they constantly remind us that he was one of the most talented pilots we've ever seen. But he was reckless. Yeah. He's a maverick. Yeah. I wish he would have reminded He's us and gotten the theme across a little bit more was often. His, was his dad in the Navy? And he, was, he was flying against <laughs> yeah. a ghost yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> that what was I, I do like that when I, Nuke Lelouch was in the Rio seat and his analysis yeah. of why Cougar was, he goes, that MIG screwed him up real bad. Yeah, yeah. Right under the bus. He threw him <laughs> right under the bus. And wouldn't that you your figure, opinion, the, given a, a, a really dire situation, <laughs> that the guy in the back seat might be able to land the damn plane? I mean, he's up there given some sort of basic training. Also, why can't they talk to the... Uh, aircraft carrier. They can only talk to each other while they're up yeah. there like, hey buddy, I'm just right next to you here. We can talk now. But meanwhile, the people down on the aircraft carrier are like, hey Principal who, Strickland was freaking out. Who are also God damn it. <laughs> extremely sweaty. The the aircraft Everybody. carrier, yeah. no air conditioning. Those things are thing. nuclear powered, yes? Yes. Yes. I would imagine they could turn on the air conditioning. Yeah, it's not like they they're gonna run the, out of juice. They got all the power they need. That's right. To get that thing cooled down. I would imagine those machines run <laughs> hot. Keep them cool. Also, a lot of sunglasses indoors beginning on uh, below 
Blind, yeah. blind people lot, and assholes. A lot of shit happens. The two people who wear sunglasses inside. We got Ray Charles on the on the radar. A lot, <laughs> lot, lot of things happen below deck yeah. on ships. Well, the boat's rocky. Yes. And you're not, off duty. Not a lot of broads. No. Not a, gotta do what it's you bad for do. morale. <laughs> kind of like me to prison. <laughs> so these guys come back. Mav saves the day, sort of. He's got to meet with Principal Strickland, and Principal Strickland, who likes to smoke cigars indoors. Wait, before you get to that, yes, we see that Cougar quits. Yeah, oh, all right, right. Yes, he and turned he in his wings, I believe, is the Maverick technical and term. Goose in the hall, yeah, and he goes, "Thanks for helping me out, Maverick," and walks by Goose. Yeah, Goose, Goose could have died. That's that that. Situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> fuck you, Cougar, and fuck you. Yes. Also. Cougar still really, really sweaty when he walks out. He turns in his wings. Not a bad day. I'm pretty sure they don't allow you to do in the Navy. Like you sign a contract and you're like, I'm in the Navy. They you put, don't just walk in one day and go, hey, um, boss, I quit the Navy. Maybe he became a cook or, or something, yeah. like a seaman or something. No, they, that You know, because they, they, did, they, did, they did invest a lot of money in training yeah, they, how to fly they, that airplane. They spent a lot of money to teach those little 5'7 guys how to fly airplanes. Badass 5'7 guys, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. So you don't just get to How walk. pissed were those guys Here's- when they got cut from the basketball team? They're like, I'll show you. I'm going to fly a jet, and there's, I don't care. Volleyball cut me, soccer cut me, basketball cut me. It all comes back to who gets cut by Hey, what. dickhead, you don't realize I have really good fucking eyesight. Like, better than 2020. Yeah. And they fit. Yes, and I can do that. <laughs> right. I'm either going to go race NASCAR or fly a jet. Yeah. So Cougar bounces. He's sweaty. He turns in his wings. He's still kind of breathing hard. Well, he lost the edge. <laughs> Do they usually have debriefing meetings 12 seconds after they land the plane? Yeah. Everybody is still dripping with sweat from this. What, why is Principal Strickland still smoking? He's, smoke, he's smoking a cigar below. He's smoking a gar, cigar in his office. I mean, it's just, the there's not, no ventilation he's the there. captain. He does what he wants. Very weird. So he, he comes in, and he really gives Maverick and Goose. Goose is Maverick's. Rio, by the way, that he he really gives them a dressing down, and he utters the iconic phrase, "Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash." What the fuck does that mean? Iconic line, one of the first of many in this movie, and I, I mean that scene to me is fascinating to me for so many reasons. Like he begrudgingly. Tells them that was the that was the bravest yet dumbest thing you ever did. You're flying a thirty million dollar plane, yeah, but you're going where? Yeah, going to Top Gun. Yeah, he well, but first he tells him you're going to find yourself flying rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong on a plane out of Hong. Which, let's be honest, it's a pretty good gig for a pilot. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not. Wait, you're, Low like, risk. You fly jets in the military, and then you get a, just a regular job after. You don't, Southwest. Yeah, you fly Southwest. You fly American. You UPS. There's a lot of piloting jobs, and that's the kind of job you get. You, yeah, you sure. fly some rubber dog shit around. And it's, I, I, I would guess that something like dog shit would not need to take air travel. That would probably go <laughs> on a container ship. <laughs> well, it's, right? it's, so it would, pro- it would have probably gotten them angrier, but... It, 
it might have been a good time to point out that they don't they don't fly rubber dog shit. That's a, ship that. yeah. It's a, it's more like laptops and like important yeah, shit. Things that they need to get there quicker. Yeah. Lobsters, that's produce. A, that's a even like Mercedes Benz takes a boat. They take a boat. Like most rubber, shit gets rubber dog shit is evergreen. You don't, yeah. they don't need that tomorrow. No, that's a really good point. Doesn't that scene in the <laughs> captain's office feel like it would have been a better scene if former Senator Fred Thompson was a part of it? What? Yeah, was he? Like, not, you he was just busy doing something else because he okay. was definitely the first call. <laughs> okay, because it feels like that scene was written for him to give the begrudging respect, yet mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the opportunity of your life. Also, you make it like Fred Thompson was a senator and then an actor, when it was really the opposite. <laughs> he, he acted as a senator the whole time, and then they're like, we should just make this fuck. Remember when he ran for president and everybody's like, this is the guy from Law and Order. This isn't going to work at all. Yes, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> the Russians don't take a shit without a plan. <laughs> That's so, right. So we, uh, Principal Strickland lets these guys know. He's like, hey, you guys are huge pieces of shit, but you were number two. Cougar was number one. He turned in his wings. He's out. That makes you guys number one. He goes, I can't even believe I'm doing this. This is crazy. <laughs> but I'm going to send you motherfuckers to Top Gun. <laughs> You're going to Miramar. And it was like, then there was like musical interlude and the whole thing. But you know who gets really fucked in that scenario? Poor Tim Robbins. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, couldn't they make Merlin um, Mavericks Rio? That's a a really good point. Is that like magic and worthy, though? Once you develop a chemistry, you really can't just kind of just parry off with anybody. And I don't know, am I ever going to feel sorry for Merlin? He went on to spend many nights with Susan Sarandis. Breasts. Oh yeah. You know Susan Sarandon. I was never really into her. Oh my, I'm still into her. She, me too. Seventy year old gilf. Yeah, I just looked at her. She's she's <laughs> good gilf. She's potentially seventy years old, and she looks fucking great. amazing. She looks great. Oh yeah. She looks she great. She looks fantastic. Yes. Uh, so they go. They bounce to Miramar, which is in inland San Diego. How did he get his motorcycle there? Really good point. Was he stationed there? Yeah, I mean, all also, of a sudden he's got a ninja. And this is before. Why was he before on the runway? This is yes. riding his motorcycle. <laughs> like I, I was, I was imagining because they're showing uh, uh, jets taking off and landing. Like, hey, we've got a, we've got a, a, a flamboyant little guy on a, a motorcycle. Uh, should we take him out? Uh, I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah. He's pumping his fists a lot. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely pre. Terrorism. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not allowed to get that close to a runway. But, yeah, he's down there. He's got his flight jacket on. He's racing jets. He's he's really, really stoked. And all of a sudden, this movie takes a turn. <laughs> because the very next scene is the first moment we're introduced to the flight group. There's a, there's a lecture. There's an orientation. Jester. Who? Michael Ironsides. He's got a thick Canadian accent. <laughs> do we do we allow Canadian total recall? Yeah, yeah. Do, do we allow Canadians into our armed forces? Longest undefended border in the world. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't understand. He's this guy's saying against over and over, and I'm like, hold on, this is taking me out of the moment. This guy's Canadian. Jester is lecturing the new recruits. This this movie suddenly takes a turn. First things first, they're all on like it's like an opium den. <laughs> 
inside the room where they're taking lecture. Here we see all the pilots in their views. And they're all on big leather couches relaxing. Right. And uh, Sensuous. And Slider, we'll get to Slider later, because Slider has the a deal more than any other guy in this movie. He's the dreamiest of all the guys. Yes, he's he's the fittest, but he he has the most appetites. But Slider No, no, no. There's one guy who has a bigger appetite. Oh, okay, hold on. Do you save it? Slider's basically snuggling Iceman the whole time. He's got he's got his arm uh, they're on a couch. Slider's got his arm up around Iceman and Iceman is staring at Maverick in Trying to flirt with him the entire time. For those who haven't seen the movie, Iceman is Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, who to me, is the star of the. Every single scene he's in, he steals. He's yeah, he de- he definitely does. And then Wolfman and his buddy are. That's like, the one I'm talking about. Yes, they're chilling on the couch, and Wolfman leans Frosted in. Tips. Yeah, they everyone's got <laughs> frosted tips except Mav in this movie, and they're they're like getting a lecture from. Uh, from Jester, and he's like, hey, you're going to fly. He's giving him the heads up. Hey, it's an orientation. You're going to fly a couple missions every day, and you're going to take classes, and we're going to you know, g- give you a score. In Korea, we, we lost we lost one yes, plane for and, every 19. Yes, and, yeah, and, and, and Wolfman leans in and, and ex- expresses <laughs> to his reel, he goes, this is giving me a hard-on. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and the other guy like acknowledges like that's a totally normal thing for him to say. <laughs> yeah. he, I watched this last night. He responds. <coughs> you, you don't have a cough button? I, no, I don't. He, he responds. Don't tease me. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm watching a different movie. And this is not the movie I saw when I was 11 yeah. years old. All of this went past me oh, yeah. at age 11. Jason Stewart, your thoughts? Yeah, well, maybe what the first, if not um, an early indication that there are so many homoerotic references in this movie. But yeah, Shocking. your your instant Shocking. response to your partner saying this is giving me a hard on is don't tease me. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's <laughs> more than overt writing. My response writing. is, uh, you know, I need a new partner. I, I don't. <laughs> yes. Well, I, wasn't this illegal in the Navy in 1986? Yes, oh, it was. Yeah. Meanwhile, Slider and Iceman are reclining behind them, and yeah. Slider's got Iceman in a full snuggle, like holding on to him. An embrace. Also, Iceman is doing a thing, a very phallic thing. He's got a gold pen, which have not been a thing since the 80s. And he's Was it a cross pen? He's doing that thing. It might, might have been a Mont Blanc. Like a twir- he's like a baton twirler. He's doing that thing where he twirls it between all of his fingers, where he, he runs it from That's one right. side yeah. and back to the other. That was a big trick. big trick back And then. he's looking at Mav, and he's basically like jacking off his pen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like waiting for Mav to look back, and Mav's like, Mav like Mav's like chewing on something, and he looks back. Of course back. he's a oral fixation. Yeah, and he, he looks back, and he's like, oh yeah, okay, I see where this guy's at. Yeah. Is this not the first also that we see of a very disturbing trend in this movie of jaw clenching? Like they yeah. want yeah, you to of, see the muscles in the jaw. jaws. Yeah. yeah, I've been in contentious situations before. Like you get in an argument; it's part of yeah. life. It happens. Yeah, but I've never like punctuated my argument with another person by clenching my jaw <laughs> or snapping my teeth at them. And it seems it like in, in the Navy, yes. this is how they settle conflicts: is who can snap the most. Yeah. It's 
an awkward situation. I don't think I would have done well. I don't think I would have liked the Navy. No, it doesn't seem like your place. And it's just weird to look at Iceman because he's totally he he all every movement he makes towards Mav, he's saying, "I want to hate fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> can I can I go back for can a second? You be my, Brian, my Brian, 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 Jason brings up an interesting point right, where impossible. that he said the movie has got a number of homoerotic situations. I would I would contest that by saying the number of non-homoerotic situations are much fewer than the yeah, ones that you're mentioning. It's nothing but homoerotic yes. situations. There's they, a light. There's a light sprinkling of hetero in this. <laughs> exactly. Barely any. Barely any. Yeah, it, it's it's Even not sexy. Subtle. It's not subtle. There's nothing about it that makes you think, oh, okay, that it's just like, oh, well, okay, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, but okay, it's 1995. I would argue that the only obvious heterosexual in the movie is Goose. Yes. And right. he dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. The writers he, are like, you know what? He's having too much heterosexual sex we gotta kill him yes he, he, is, he survives oh, are, is, is, are we questioning Viper Viper seemed like he was on yeah, scary, the, the other team like he was oh, a, I mean somewhat did you see that mustache and when, and when he went into the bathroom when Mav was trying to shake his demons and then he said if you need anybody call me yeah like not call me to go on the boat and fight right. like just call me yeah, no, just, yeah. just, just yeah. call me and hey, he said that yeah, he, he said that secretly away. I can help you yeah <laughs> He said that very secretly away from his, and I, we're getting way ahead of here, but yes. his overly um, attentive wife. Right. Oh, hey, Maverick. Yeah, hey. they met. That was yeah. very weird. Okay, okay we'll get to that right? later. She's yeah. repressing her. Yes, she, she, yes. she, she got into something like, she didn't know what it was. Young penis it just was, arrived at my door. It was weird that they knew each other. Said, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Because the very next scene is the, is the most spot where I felt so... Well, hold on a second. Have you skipped the the uh, iconic line? The, I mean, the iconic lines that, that the at, at that first meeting uh, where um, Chester is laying this whole thing out yeah. and the hard on line. Chester, there was Chester. Chester. That's what I meant. Yeah. And and one of them um, said something about the trophy in first place. Yes. And then of course, Iceman's partner says, "Hey guys, slider. The trophies for." Second place or in the, in the ladies, ladies room. In the, in the ladies, ladies room. room. Yeah. yeah. That's a great that's And then a great Goose line. Goose is like, No, you spoke Goose with two O's. It was this was yeah. a very awkward, super They're gay. Trying, trying hard. Yeah, super gay it, And this is where Maverick like establishes first is like, I'm looking around and Goose is like, What are you looking at? He's like, I'm trying to figure out who the best one is. That's a big thing early on, like who's the as, best. As you could tell by looking. Yeah. Like But that's that's a big thing in eighties movies, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Roadhouse, we had to know the best bouncer in the world. Yeah, like, right. Every movie had to establish well, the best. Ed, you, do you mean cooler? Dalton. Cooler, cooler. Because you said bouncer, and I'm like, what? I don't even know what that word means because I only know coolers. We need to move on to a different topic because if we wander into Roadhouse territory, I'm yeah. going to go on a Ronda Rousey round, and I hate her, so we're going to oh. need to move on. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Well, she's a fantastic Stop. fighter. No. What's no, wrong with a career record of like eight and one? Big thank you, Ed. Yes. Thank you, Ed. Ed is the only person that understands this. She was being declared as the female Muhammad Ali. She was twelve and zero. Yeah, and then she got her neck kicked off by some by some tomato can. What? And we're I'm not thought, doing this. I'm thought, not doing this. I thought the chick that kicked her in the head was a boxer. Like, how come? <laughs> if you're such a good boxer, why are you kicking people in the neck? <laughs> it was a pretty good kick. 
Yeah, she she kicked her right in the jugular. <laughs> it worked. Yes, it was effective. She hasn't so, fought. So we since, find out that the the um, the trophy for the second place is in the ladies' room. Yeah. Okay. No. No. We're, we're moving on. And then we moved on right to the next scene. The next scene is one of maybe the most iconic scenes in film history. It's at the bar. And what 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 night is it at the bar? They go to the bar. Ed, what's what's I, the sign out front? I was shocked by this because there's a sign out front telling, and you've heard of the nights at the bar, ladies' night. Mm-hmm. There's um, two for one service industry night, karaoke night. Yeah, two. There's all sorts of nights. Ed Daly, I was shocked by this. What what night was it at the bar that all the flyboys went there? Animal night. Animal night. What is that? <laughs> That's what is code. That what does that mean? That's code. What, what That's the hell code. is animal night? It has so, to be code. Some kind of, sort of be wearing your charity chastity belt, women. Animal night. <laughs> animal night. They roll in. It's animal. And it's never explained. No, no, it's not. It's just, no one's in an animal costume. It's just, it's just a shot of the front of the bar, and and there's and it's in quotations. It just says animal. There's maybe, a sign. There's like a tent sign. Maybe says, they're animals. Yes. <laughs> they become animals. Yes. <laughs> Iceman's an animal. Slider's an animal. <laughs> They roll in, and Mav, super hetero, also the shortest of the group by mm, far. Wow. Like they didn't. Now in Tom Cruise movies, they have him stand on an apple box the whole time. <laughs> but back then, they just like what? It's like an HBO you're not, fight. You're not a known guy. <laughs> oh, that's so that's so fucked up. But it is kind of weird how his waist yeah, is yeah. always like at Roy Jones' chest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't know. And Travis has uh, family in the military. I, do you have to go true? out in your yes. naval? Oh. Do you have to go out in your naval whites? You Can't so you just cousins. go out in a nice outfit, oh. casual outfit? Also, I fly. I've flown with many, many private pilots. Yes, you can't fucking get wasted the night before you fly a plane. No, it's against the law. It's illegal. Yes, but yes. do you have to go in your navy white? I believe that there are rules as to what uniform you need to wear in which situation. If that were an Social officer's club, but if that were an officer's club yes. on a base, then yes, you would need to Tra- be in your, Tra- your dress white. I, Tra- I think there's a provision for animal night, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that is the uniform Tra- for animal night. Trav, who's watched many episodes of MASH, is pretending that his his <laughs> familial relationship with the armed forces gets Oh, by the way, military. MASH is officially off the list now because Klinger would be cool in the military now. We've decided <laughs> no, that no, that's no. today. That's today. It's like clinger is fine. Josh, let's not let your uh, political views. I'm a very liberal, open-minded guy, but but the the, the the whole the, I'm over that. I'm over that. Continuing, they're at the bar. Mav cruises in with Goose. Mav almost makes it to Goose's shoulder, and Goose is like five eleven, maybe. maybe. Yeah, we find we find out in ER he that he's a very average. Yeah, he's one of the very towering god yes, compared to he's that. a normal and, guy. And yeah. Clooney in ER was like towering over Goose. Right. Yeah. So it's like imagine Clooney with Cruz. Yes. That so redhead in ER wasn't bad. Cruz rolls in and immediately right. announces because he's such a poon hound. This is a target rich environment. <laughs> And they really really want to establish that Mav is a real slayer. (laughs) He really gets in there and does work. But then they they rally up with uh, Slider. There's there's Iceman, and he's drink. He's macking on some chick. 
and he's like chewing his ice and drinking right. his drink. What's he got on? Sunglasses. Right. Yeah, he does the indoor sunglasses a lot. And his henchman yeah. Slider has to make the introduction. Like he, Iceman yeah. wasn't going to make the introduction himself. Yeah. Slider's like, "Don't you know this guy's the best of the best?" Have Iceman. you figured it out yet? Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you figured it out yet? And 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 Goose says like, "Oh, something's the, the biggest or something." And and Slider's like, "Yeah, so's my Johnson." <laughs> Johnson, that's right. <laughs> also, uh, like from now on forever, uh. I'm going to call my my dick my Johnson. <laughs> Because that's like really the best name for it. You should get one of those T-shirts. Yeah, I have a T-shirt. Big Johnson injection is nice, but I'd rather be blown than have a picture of a boat. What I liked about that, what I liked about the entire T-shirt line is how subtle it was. (laughs) It really was. Never really got it. Yes, Big Johnson fire hoses. Yeah, (laughs) baseball bats. (laughs) Uh, So then they get they're they're hanging out, and there's like lots of poon in the bar. Like there's supposedly there's, there's yeah. a lots of eighties bitches hanging out and they got bangs and they're <laughs> they're they're blow dried up just like the chicks in New Jersey that Ed sees all the time and it's like all like it's like, it's like a real eighties smorgasbord and all of a sudden Mav keys in on some vintage bra <laughs> that's probably the thirtieth hottest chick in the place well, right. And he announces to his buddy Goose. Hold hey, on a second, hey, Brian, Brian, Brian. Hold on. There's nothing. No, I've missed nothing. No, you have missed the reference of all references. Yeah. It's subtle, but if you watch it back, it makes all the sense in the world now. The the uh, bet that they make is you need to have I carnal, right after he sees it, right? carnal yeah. knowledge yes. of a woman, of a woman this time, of a lady this time, of a, yeah. of a woman point. or a lady Good this point. time. Yes. I mean, come on. Yes. They were telling the world in '86. That Cruz was playing for the other team. I thought that was a bold move. Yes, that was very bold. I, but by the way, can we just <laughs> state the obvious here? And I understand that we've covered this a lot at this point, but that they had to specify of a woman. I know. Yeah, that's, that, 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 that's just been because wrong. carnal carnal knowledge. If we all went out and said, "Well, you know, hey, yeah. carnal knowledge," would, uh, we, would, would we specify? Time. I don't think we would specify. Yeah, we wouldn't need that. Right. I, thought, no, I don't think any of us. You're out with your gay friend. Carnal knowledge means one thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. But we're missing the whole. This is this is the this is the star turn of the movie. Yes. Maverick's move is to score a mic from somewhere, hook, plug it in, <laughs> score it from somewhere. Yeah. He's he's. <laughs> He's well, it was Animal Night. There's plenty of mics. He's, Every bar just has a mic ready to go. Yes, he's somehow plugged into the PA, <laughs> and he starts singing. The Righteous like Brothers. Kelly McGillis. The Righteous Brothers. <laughs> well, you, you've lost you have that to think. Feeling. Yes, Ideally, it's, yeah. it's an oldie, but it's the mid-'80s, so that's like singing a song from 20 years earlier. So I was thinking it would be the equivalent if somebody went up to a girl in the bar and was like, all right, I'm going to sing some Chumbawamba. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's that entire scene is 
it, it, it's rife with in, with inconsistencies because he's desperately trying to get with the least attractive woman in the bar with a song that is terribly antiquated. They specify that it needs to be with a woman, and yet Iceman is over in the corner with his glasses on, working in ice water like a serial killer. He's over there in the corner, not saying anything. Like if you saw, if you walked into your place tonight. And you saw a guy in the corner <laughs> drinking in ice water with, with glasses on, just silently staring at a woman. If you see something, say something. That's the phrase, right? Yeah. So that's what you'd have to do. You're, you're calling the police on Iceman. That's what they tell us at the beginning of every movie now. Yeah. If you see somebody that's suspicious, tell If you see something, say something. It's kind of racist, but... You know, no. You but, I mean, the thing, the thing, too, is uh, that's what I thought, too. It's like... How did they know there would be a microphone? He admits that he had done this at least yeah. once before. Yeah. There's just a microphone Crash laying and around, and then he sings to her. She's obviously impressed with it or not impressed with it. And that's when we we have the first scene of any minority, first of all, the first scene of Sundown being dismissed for yeah, his and, race. And we talked about uh, Maverick being the perfect call name, and then there's Sundown. Sundown. Yeah, that's super. He took racist. over the second verse, and nobody he's, acknowledged. Yes, black. Yeah, and Wait, he's, the com- he's the computer nerd from Die Hard. And <laughs> yes, oh my God. you're yes. right. He is. You, all three of you, have such encyclopedic movie knowledge. Well, okay, and can I? I've made a, an encyclopedic error. Yeah. It is sundown. It's I was sundown. always under the impression that Hollywood was no, the black Hollywood guy. Hollywood rolls no, sundown. Wolfman. Come on, yeah, Hollywood. You're right. a white guy. When the sun right. goes down, it gets dark. No, I am Jason. I so it makes a lot of sense. Oh, sundown. Yes, we also, sundown. Sundown's the only one that rocks the mirrored aviators. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing it, but it is a little weird that he cruises in after. Who like, is he singing to? Yes. Yeah, like what's what's the end game for him? He's just singing. Yeah. It's it's really it's another example of the man keeping the '80s black man down. Yeah, it was. What he's it lucky was. that, by the way, that Sundown wasn't the one that got killed. Is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah, that's true. because that's, that's kind point. of the formula. That's a good point. You're a pilot. That's right, a naval aviator. So uh, Mav, he tries to make a move. He does a very awkward thing by following a chick in the bathroom. <laughs> Like this is a the pre that gets you sent to jail. This is the Wait, pre. You're skipping. Theory. You're oh, skipping. Yeah? yeah, we see she first turns him down before she goes to the bathroom. Yeah. We she turns him down because she's got another date. She yeah. brings the drink back to the date, Perry. which made me think, who is this guy that's like. Oh, I know a perfect place we can go. Let's go to Animal Man, a place where all these, all these naval pilots go. Be a nice, quiet evening. That's great. Fucking horny Navy pilots. I'm, uh, I'm, well, if anyways, she would have been safe anywhere. It was at Animal Night in the Officers Club. I'm, I'm 52 years old. I really like this girl. I want to impress her. Let's go to Animal yes. Night on the Navy With base. With a bunch of 25-year-old pilots. <laughs> Perry, uh, uh, yeah. So he, he <laughs> follows her into the bathroom. He tells her he wants to slay her on the counter. The whole thing is very awkward, and seems like it would be the end of any type of spark or relationship. But of course, she's into it, and we we think, oh, we're never going to see her again. This is just an interlude. The next day, wait, yes. But there's another scene where they oh show God. he's looking down on her. And she's sitting down in that scene on the counter. Yes. 
on the sink, and he's standing up. And no he's way. Clearing her, he's clearing her by like an inch, and she's yes. sitting. Well, and he kind of like shakes the table, like, "Well, this will be good. Like it's sturdy yes. enough to handle his assault." Well, and she's a bigger woman, you know. Like this is not. Charlie, call, call sign Charlie. She's not awake. Charlie. Yeah, and Charlie's coming. Interesting casting. Oh. Like we should talk to Don Simpson, R.I.P. <laughs> well, Jerry Bruckheimer about how the ghost get- of Don Simpson. I don't think they really put a lot of thought into casting that role. No, I think the other parts more were much foods, more yes. important. So the next day, they're <laughs> they're sitting there. All the guys are sitting there. They're getting a lecture on how they're gonna fly around that day. And hang on. And there's a guy sitting there wearing a hat, cowboy hat yes. at, a, at an official meeting. Yes. <laughs> Get another yes. sign that yes. they're up to something. Yes. Well, well that's, a, that's a remnant from Animal Night. They, all, they can all smoke wherever they want. Like, <laughs> guys just have lit cigarettes in the middle of yeah. like naval flight training. Yeah. It's very <laughs> weird. But yeah, what's his name's got a cowboy hat on. They're they're Is all ch- I think I think that might be cowboy. Well, it would one guy's sense. called cowboy. Yeah, sure. I I'll believe that, I believe that's cowboy. So you got to wear a cowboy hat. Uh so they're they're hanging out and and Jester's like, "We bring civilians in here to tell us what's up." Do not salute her. Yeah, you don't so you don't need to salute her. But call, the Pentagon listens to but her. But she still has a call sign. <laughs> Charlie evaluated by a few civilian specialists. Civilians are here because they are our very best source of information on enemy aircraft. One of the most qualified is our tag rep, call sign Charlie. She has a PhD in astrophysics, and she's also a civilian contractor, so you do not salute her. But you better listen to her because the Pentagon listens to her about your proficiency. It's all yours, Charlie. Thank you. Also, Charlie's a bad guy. FYI. Like, if Charlie's there, that's the guy you want to kill, the man in the black pajamas. <laughs> Like, you don't want, you don't want, it's a worthy adversary. You don't want to fuck with Charlie. Yeah, 15 years ago, Charlie was the enemy. Yes, so all of a sudden, Charlie's got a perm and she's working for Boeing. That's, (laughs) see, can we we get into Charlie, the nickname, like, there wasn't any pretense. Like, it wasn't like the night before they were like, dude, it sucks. We got to go to school tomorrow, and Charlie's going to be running it. Charlie, there wasn't any like we assumed it was a guy, but it became a woman. It's like the introduction was it's this weird. chicken heels, and her call sign is Charlie. Also, why what's did, the pretense? Why did she need a call sign? She's she wasn't going to be. She's a civilian flying. Just call her name Charlotte. Yeah. Just call her Charlotte. Wasn't there a perfume called Charlie yeah, there was. in the mid eighties? Yeah. I feel like maybe they were trying to capitalize. Like it's a, yeah. it's a woman, but she wears yeah. Charlie, so we'll call her Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jester's got his Canadian accent. He introduces Charlie, and then Charlie and, and Matt. Where's Charlie? That was the song. Yeah. They call it Charlie. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, and it had a lasso on the bottle, they, if memory serves. They, it's, it, it was the kind of perfume you get at Save On. <laughs> right. I think I got it from my mom <laughs> yeah, for Mother's did. Day yeah, one yeah, time. She probably still has it. <laughs> Charlie comes up and she's like, here's what a MIG can do. And we've learned that it can only do Mach 2 and it can only do a, a Five meg dive. You can't do an invert or something. Yeah, and and Mav's like, ooh, hold up, that's not true. Hello, we will be dealing with F fives and A fours as our MIG simulators. Now then, as most of you know, the F five doesn't have the thrust to weight ratio that the MIG twenty eight has. 
and it doesn't bleed energy below 300 knots like the MiG-28. However, the MiG-28 does have a problem with its inverted flight tanks. It won't do a negative G pushover. The latest intelligence tells us that the most it will do is one negative... Excuse me, Lieutenant. Is there something wrong? Yes, ma'am. The data on the MiG is inaccurate. How's that, Lieutenant? Well, I just happened to see a MiG-28... We... Do... We... Sorry. We happened to see a MiG-28 do a 4G negative dive. Where did you see this? That's classified. It's what? It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Lieutenant, I have top-secret clearance. The Pentagon sees to it that I know more than you. Well, ma'am, it doesn't seem so in this case now, does it? All right. Let me let me uh, hijack the rest of your presentation. Do it. That's that that was her. No, no, I'm saying that's essentially yeah. what he did because she said three sentences and then it was just a conversation and then they're like between the two of them and then it was like, all right, we're done. That's yeah. that's exactly yeah, that's exactly the note that I made. It was an introduction. <laughs> she said something that was wrong and then they're like, all right, we got to get going, guys. We got a training mission. Let's go. So, lieutenant, where exactly were you? Well, we. Started up on his six when he pulled through the clouds, and then I moved in above him. Well, if you were directly above him, how could you see him? Because I was inverted. Bullshit. <coughs> no, he was, man. It was a really great move. He was inverted. You were in a 4G inverted dive with a MiG-28? Yes, ma'am. At what range? No, about two meters. Well, it's actually about one and a half, I think. He was one half. I've got a great Polaroid of it. And he's, he's right there. Must be one half. It was a nice picture. He wasn't half. Uh, Thanks. Lieutenant. What were you doing there? <clears throat> Communicating. Communicating. Keeping up foreign relations. I was, uh, you know, giving him the bird. You know, the finger. Yes, I know the finger, Goose. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate it when it does that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. So you're the one. Yes, ma'am. All right, gentlemen, we have a hop to take. Our deck on this hop will be 10,000 feet. There'll be no engagement below that. Also, at the very end, she closed it off, and she's like, so, you're the one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, not the only one. Like, he's the one that pulled the fucking sword out of the stone. (laughs) Like, yeah, he flew his fucking jet. Like, like he's been trained. He executed his training. Yeah, exactly. And it was a big deal to her. You were um, holding up international relations. Just giving him the finger. Yeah. Thank you, Goose. And by the way, again, you know, just like I'll call out the wife later for being so familiar with Maverick. How is she so familiar with Goose? When he says, you know, the bird, and she's like, yeah, Goose, I know. (laughs) How? How do they have name That's tags? A really good point. She had not met Goose yet. Yeah, well, Goose. But no, remember Goose kind of did that weirdly awkward introduction at Animal Night the night before. Also, they had like a move where they like slap. Hey, right. excuse me. Oh, and they right. slap each other right. on the chest. Well, yeah, what was, what was that? Was like really a fake about. fight or something? Yeah. Well, well, I don't think it was a fake. I think it's called foreplay. Because they're because they're fly boys. <laughs> yeah. So then they have their first hop. I, well, you've skipped the part where they were inverted. Fight. No, no, they just talked about it. No, but, but, but the when inversion they goes, no, 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 happened at the beginning. We were inverted. 
Yeah. Like, like yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, well, yes. Now, well, and that's ah, that. That led inverted. us. That led us to Iceman, who's desperate to fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Very that, and that. That was one of those things that you carried with you through high school. Like everyone would do that. Everyone got that from Top Gun, and you'd be in ninth grade algebra, and somebody'd yeah. be like, "Pull, bullshit." <laughs> They go up on their first hop. They're flying against the MiGs. It's Maverick against Jester. <laughs> Indeed they, it was. They, we, we go below the hard deck. I was going to say, the key word in this scene, it's the, the scene deck. with the hard deck. 10,000 10, feet. Below the hard deck does not count. Does not count. hard deck. Yeah by, yeah, by the way, another euphemism, by the way. Did you know they below made Charlie the perfume deck. for men? I didn't know that. They Travis do. has been Googling Charlie perfume <laughs> while we've been doing this. But Travis, you He's missed. trying to find some back orders. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'd like to walk down these random roads. Yeah, while, anyway, you're, sorry. while you're doing Charlie perfume, I just said that, do you think that's a euphemism being below the hard deck? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't but think right, it was a euphemism. I think it's right out there in the open. We, this is all just very open. Just let's go. Mav has a dogfight with Jester. Right. And, where he uses his signature move, the, the old, old hit the brakes hit the and brake. he'll fly right by. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, all the rest of the guys would know that you could just fucking turn off the power to the jet and go up. Yeah. Something like this, tells me that I, doesn't work. I don't feel like he's the only guy that knows, hey, we'll slow down and go up real fast. He'll fly right by us. Yes. Ed Daly, do you have thoughts on that? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. So there's uh, a... <laughs> no. So there's certain there's certain rules of engagement supposedly. I dropped my headphones by mistake and fell out, and so I just heard, "Do you have nice?" <laughs> so supposedly ten thousand feet is the hard, hard deck, deck, whatever hard that means. And also they're they're like chasing each other, and Goose is like, "Hey Mav, watch out for those mountains." <laughs> Feel like that's like number one rule. Yeah. Hold on, let's go back. Look out for mountains. Um, in San Diego, we're all familiar roughly with the geography. Yeah. There's no 10,000-foot mountains in San Diego. Here's another thing. <laughs> right? Here's another thing. This is, and I mean, we can get to this right now. They're in Miramar. Yeah. And everyone lives. Yeah, where is that? It's in, the, it's in San Diego. It's, but it's inland. Not it, much. It's, what is it, 30 miles from the ocean? Yeah. Okay. Everyone li- everyone's got an ocean view, and they're like, hey, we're just hanging out in Miramar. That's not at the ocean. <laughs> it's not La Jolla. It's off the 805. It's between the 805 and the 15. It's on your way to the Charger game. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's by, <laughs> like by the San Diego Zoo. Yeah. It's like not by the water. But it's also not, not near the water. It isn't, but there's no way. That, there's no ten thousand foot mountains in San there's, Diego. There's no, there's no way that Viper is walking out his front door and looking at the goddamn water. Well, he's an officer, still. And and one yes. of the moves when they point were uh, flying, at one point I think Goose Goo said something like, "Watch the mountains or be careful of the I mountains." I just said right, that. Right. We just so we, we just covered this. <laughs> and the, <laughs> that was when my headphones were out. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be the uh, the theme of this podcast. My headphones were out. Yes, by Ed Daly. Okay, so they're, they're in now. They're so in. so, okay. my guy Mav he chases Jester, but Jester, bit of a bitch. Yeah. He knows he's caught, so he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna yeah. go below the hard deck." Yeah, probably not the first time Michael Ironsides <laughs> from the Alberta area yeah. has been below the hard deck. 
he so Mav kills him. Yeah. Oh, Jester's dead. One missed <laughs> bullshit. Didn't everybody? And afterward, they're in a locker room. Amazing scene. Amazing scene. This is one of our first locker room scenes in this movie. There's a lot of scenes where dudes are just wearing towels. Oh, apparently, so good. Apparently, when you're in the Navy. But still sweaty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because it's almost like a steam room. Yeah. It's a sauna with towels. Also, I don't think it's this scene, but it's, it might be the next one, where Sundown is like in his towel chilling on he's sat up on the counter like where dudes shave and whatnot and he's just kind of hanging out he's got his boots on <laughs> he's, wearing, he's wearing a towel and his boots and just hanging out and slider slider is the the most aggressive of all these guys and we'll get to that when we talk volleyball later slider he's just hanging out in his underwear like everyone else has a towel on slider's got his whitey tidies on nothing else yeah I feel like he's peacocking it a touch because, and, and let's be honest, yeah, let's be honest. Can he, we, he might be put together. Can we read into this just a touch? Yeah. Look, he and Iceman have a relationship. Yes, oh, he's yeah, his real. They cuddle, so yeah. they have a relationship. Yeah, he feels that he's losing Iceman to Maverick. Yeah, he understands that Iceman is starting to wander. That he has this certain unfinished business yeah. with Maverick, so he feels like he needs to strut to keep. Iceman near him. That's why he's doing what he's doing. He's, he's got the plume out, and he's yeah. saying, "Look, this, this is, is what mine. I this have going on." Property. Right? He's threatening Iceman or threatening Maverick, and at the same time trying to keep Iceman yeah. close. Yeah. So you got to read the subtext. Brian. I see it. I see it. Okay. The I didn't see it when I was eleven, but at in my forties. <laughs> This doesn't. I watched. <laughs> I watched it last night, and it's got a whole new subtext. And, and I guess the uh, if you go back to his call name, Slider, what is, what is he? What is yes. he sliding in? Or, or what slide? Yeah, what's yeah. what's sliding into him? Oh, I don't think there's any lube. He's not doing. He's not. He's no, he not. Goes, he's not a gentleman. He's a no Vaseline man. <laughs> there's no need for lube in this movie. Everyone's sweaty and wet to begin with. That's true. So we're That's in. True. We're this in the, is lo- the most lubricated movie. <laughs> We're in the locker room. There's there's loads of sensual, sexual tension in the locker room. It's an amazing there's scene. Things, oh. There's things. But it re- reaches an apex. Yeah. They're Maverick and Iceman who have had tremendous sexual tension throughout this movie. They have an encounter. And Iceman is not down with Maverick's style. He doesn't like him because he's dangerous. I feel like we're missing something here. And maybe not missing. That's not the right word. But one of the things that was interesting, it was one of the few times in the entire movie where one pilot addressed another by their given name and not their calls. And he says, what's your problem, Kazansky? (laughs) And and it wasn't Iceman. It wasn't Maverick. It wasn't Slider, Hollywood, Sundown. It was, what's your problem? Very disrespectful. Because in the flight school, in the place... That's you talk about your your yeah. your call signs Kazansky. and Kazansky is a breach of etiquette. Also, does that are are we to to know that Kazansky's from Illinois? Like, I feel like it's a Midwestern <laughs> name. Yeah, maybe he's denying it because that wouldn't what he wanted to get done yeah. would not have worked in um, the Splains. Yes, there's a lot of Polish meat packers in Illinois oh, and wow. Wisconsin. Wow. Jason's meat true. packers, but but, <laughs> but that scene since we're on it, 
Green Bay he, Packers. That's, that's he what calls they were. him there, Packers. What's your problem, Kazansky? And then the essential comment and theme of the movie is, "You're my problem. You're unsafe." Nobody yeah. likes to fly with you because no, says, you're no, unsafe. Every right? time you're you go up in the air, yeah. you're, you're dangerous. dangerous. You're dangerous. Yeah. That's right. Ice. Yeah. Then he goes back to the no. more colloquial no. ice man. I feel like no, there was a no. break in etiquette. He says he he says it he says it in a, in a subversive way. He goes, "That's right, ice." Yeah. And then he takes a real long beat. You guys know about that, right? No. Because you guys used to work for a guy that does long that. beat. He goes. He goes. That's right, ice man. <laughs> That's right. What What was the goal there? Yeah, it was I, really I, I, weird. Good question. What was, was that beat? What was it? That was really weird. He took a beat there, and he goes, "I'm dangerous." Right, ice and man. This, I am dangerous. And, and this is and, the, and this is like a sexual thing. And then and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and you're like, jump? Then you're like, "What's Ice Man gonna do?" And then he takes his big old teeth and goes, "Yeah, he chomps him." <laughs> He he, he, goes, he goes Ms. Pac-Man on him. What the, yes, what the fuck was that? Oh, well, it's again, this is not, yes. you know exactly what it was. It means if you misbehave, I will punish you. Yes. yes. It's like, look, well, we can do this the nice, pleasant way or, yes, or the, the, hard the rough way. way. Yes. The, or, the navy way. Or was he hinting he would like to bite a pillow? Oh, interesting. interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it for part one of episode 128 of the baller lifestyle podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com check back with us next week to hear part two Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.